right then, let's do this again. It's the Luke and Pete show. Yo! I what number episode we're on. I four noticed million. That, I noticed that Clash of the Titles made 400 uh, episodes, and uh, they've got to watch a film for everyone. Good on them, they've got to watch Good two films. They've got to watch two films for everyone. Well, for every two, I think. So, I, yeah, love, uh, I love listening to Clash when it's a film I like. Yeah. Because I like getting... Um, I like a film I watch, but a film I don't like is even better, I think. Sweeter. So sometimes I, I go into that show thinking... Yeah, I know. What I, I know about movies. I know what I like. Right. I'm good at this. Mm. And then I'll come out of it going, "I thought that film was good. Now I'm not sure if it is, and I have to watch it again." <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Yeah, and they do. They also do a really. What I love about having them in my feed as well is it reminds me to watch films that I want to watch and never get around to watching. Mm. Like the most recent one of those they covered with Megan. Oh, the one with the dan- where yeah. Vicky was doing the dance for the social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they made it sound interesting. Right? Um, Is it good? I, I've not, I haven't seen I've, it. I've not, right? I haven't okay. watched it. Well, I haven't. Maybe I listen it. to Clash that Clash episode first, and then yeah. and then watch the film. I mean, four hundred episodes is Child Play for us, though, isn't it? Child's Play, great oh, film. We have they it. done? Have they done Child's Play? I think they have actually. Yeah. Uh, have they, they, they yeah. Child's Play versus Megan? I think. Oh yeah, it was Chucky versus Megan, wasn't it? I yeah. think it was. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, we do. Th- you do three hundred, four hundred episodes a week. All films. Yeah, do, All you, films I've created in my mind. You do a lot of um, oi, oi, oi. a lot of uh, podcasts every week, Peter. Uh, uh, uh. Too many, too many. I figured out uh, last week that um, Sartorius printers are mainly used in laboratories. That's sort of the battery brands that came out on Thursday, right? So mainly like, like pe- things that sort of print out like little little labels for medicine and stuff. Huh? Which is quite good. Interesting corner of that market. How'd you get into that? How'd you get into what in the printer game? Yeah. I just, I, when that? I hear a when I hear a, a brand I've not heard before, Sartorius. It just sounds very fancy. I, I, I meant, how do they get into that? Do you reckon? Oh, how do you get into a, a print? I don't know. They probably it's probably a massive conglomerate that that joined a, together an and arm of a big pharma yeah, company or something. Started yeah. making printers. Um, did you get around to watching any of One Piece? Uh, I didn't. know, no. no. Um, out of all, what's wrong with you? Out of all of the things I need to watch, I've still watched that space thing you sent us. Oh, that's good as well. The James, yeah. the James Webb Telescope. Yeah. yeah, that's that. What I tell you what. That was incredible. And the reason I thought you'd like it is I know you don't really give a shit about space. You think you've got too much going on down here to worry about that. Too, too many worries down here. Yeah, but... Worries are heavy. What they I don't thought, float. What I thought you'd like about it is the engineering. Yeah, of the of getting it all up there. My God. My God. It's incredible how they do it. I'm, in, I'm impressed by, like, anything bigger than a car. <laughs> Making anything big... Because I could, I could probably make a, a metal and brick construction... It wouldn't be very good. I could make it the size of a car, but then it's not worrying about its own weight. It's not going to collapse under its own weight yeah. with decent enough cement and having to think I about don't think any. I don't think anyone listening to you regularly <laughs> would have any confidence at all in what you're saying. I now. could do a planter. What do you I mean? I could make a little planter, I reckon. What's that? I could put your flowers in. Oh, you mean like a... Like a, a raised a, planter. A yeah, bed. like a flower bed, but a raised one. Okay. I could do one of them. And you're putting that on the same conversation as the James Webb Space Telescope. <laughs> yeah, you could do a planter that wouldn't be very good, but you no. put it in your garden. You could put a couple of CDs on the top. It would look a little bit like the telescope. So the, the fascinating thing about the James Webb Telescope is that not that its mass is, say, anything impressive compared to Hubble, which yeah. it isn't. I think it's only about half the size of Hubble. I can't ever think this is a setup for a big joke about the size of my winky. <laughs> We're back to small talk chat again, aren't we? Exactly. How are you exactly, getting on yeah. with that? Uh, we'll do that in a minute. Um, no, it's not that. It's just because I think, that, I think, and I'm not, and I know people think I'm Googling when I say this. I'm not. Mm. I watched the episode and I'm just trying to remember what I, I learned from it. I think the the, 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 the James Webb Space Telescope is smaller than Hubble, but they're, they're putting it like a million miles away. Right. So it's got a less um, pollution. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you can less, see yeah, more, yeah, right? Yeah. And 
what they've basically done, and I don't think, I, I think because scientists a lot of the time can be awkward, socially awkward, kind of nerdy types, mm. they're never going to win the PR war. So you put any scientist, could be an absolute genius, on the telly yeah. opposite someone who's really good at telly but stupid. Piers Morgan, who's <laughs> yeah. a fucking thicko, yeah. right? But he's brilliant playing better, the game. Right? Yeah. They're never going to win any kind of argument because yeah. it's about the presentation. Yeah. So what tends to happen is science science and scientists' achievements never get the respect they deserve. And what essentially is happening with James Webb is they're taking a seven-metric-ton telescope, putting it in space, uh, unfurling it from Earth, yeah. and it's going to be a million miles away in some kind of orbit they've worked out between all these different celestial bodies, and it's going to send um, crystal-clear pictures and yeah. photographs of... My the, <laughs> <laughs> no, of the universe like 13 billion years ago because yeah. essentially it's a time travelling thing, right? Because yeah. the light takes so long to get to us when we're seeing those pictures, we're seeing a galaxy done. as it was done. that time yes, ago. Yes, it is. Right? It's an instant replay. That's what people don't know enough, I don't think, that if, say, for example, there was a planet which is exactly like Earth and it was 70 million light years away, yeah. i.e. it's going to take 70 million years for the light to reach yeah. them. And we can see it. We're like, oh, we'll go over there. Well, it- but what it's, are they seeing? Exist- yeah, what they're they're seeing? seeing the dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. Because our light's not got there yet. Yeah. The light we get from the sun is taking eight minutes to get here. So if the if the if the sun blows up now, mm. it'll be eight minutes before we find out. Yeah. So that's why it's so interesting, I think. It's basically a time machine in terms of what you can see. You can't obviously participate in it, but you can see into the past. Yeah. Do you understand that? I, I understand all that, but then I was thinking, what if the telescope looks back at us? What do you What's mean? that saying then? If it's, if it's millions, of, if they just keep on going, yeah, and they somehow manage, mind you, the amount of time the signal gets back, that's going to be pretty much the same. We are going to be seeing the it's same. Not about the signal, it's about we? the light. The signal is kind of instant. It's clearly not, though, is it? My point is, it's not taking us another thirteen. No, no, but, yeah, but that's right. But if, but if it travelled the same amount of distance away, the telescope and took a picture of us, yeah. right? The, the thing that's taken pictures of now, how many million miles? Well, you'd away? never know because it would take you 13, well, take 13 I mean. billion years to travel there. Yeah, you'd no. the speed of light. Well, that's what I mean, yeah. That's the bigger problem about space travel, isn't it? You can't get to the, spe- you can't get to the speeds. It's impossible. Yeah. It's impossible to get to the speeds. It's frightening. It's frightening. The whole thing's frightening. Absolutely I understand why you're not interested in it because you'd rather check no, it's out. Just, of it. It's the biggest, the, the, the problem's too big. Imagine, you know what I mean? Imagine if we sent you as the ambassador to an alien life form for the first time. <laughs> you go for all your, all yeah, your, like, all all your the, small talk. Yeah, small talk. Yeah, do you like, do you vape? Probably. You vape on your planet. <laughs> do you talk about vapes with uh, strangers? That's too much. Yeah, but that's actually what I mean. It's too much. Like it's too. I had a, I had a, a joke that really worked with passive passersby, uh, male passersby. Less this is so already with women. making me feel nervous. I, I, <laughs> I don't think it because my default position will be I don't think it did work. Uh, uh, walking around with Sammy, uh, and Sammy's a big hit. The, you know, little, little dogs little, are great cute, icebreaker. Cute dog. Massive icebreaker. Good guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, great icebreaker. Uh, walking around with Sammy, uh, I was like, he's in, and he's walking around with his little. Uh, uh, it, it, I think it's pre-operation. I said he's he's having his uh, operation this week. Yeah, getting the old. Yeah, getting yeah. the old, getting the old, getting the old testicles taken out. And I would follow that up with, uh, I might get mine done too. Um, Creepy. <laughs> You can't, that can't be going down well. <laughs> I might get mine to do, I'm not using them. Um, 
with it's, and I would say this too to much. Blo- and I would say this to blokes. And they and and honestly, hundred percent hit rate with blokes. Never try it with with women. Now the more I'm thinking about it, the more problematic sounds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but but hundred percent hit rate, and it was sm- it went from small talk to me getting my balls chopped off. Yeah. within three sentences, hundred percent hit rate. We don't want to be our own rate. critic. We, to get a full picture of this, we need to speak I'm to the, the people. I'm the Stuart Lee of to. small talk. We need to speak to the I'm people. I'm just taking everything. To. Let's go. <laughs> Who's, what's an example of the kind of person you would say that to? He really laughed. And one in particular, re- an old man, really laughed. So I might, might get mine lopped off. <laughs> and then I balled him for ages. You don't, don't get him out or anything, do you? <laughs> you don't touch him or anything like that, do you? I was going to grab him by the arm and go, because they ache so. Imagine, <laughs> imagine if you thought that by, for you. by flopping them out and it was just two really big boulders. Yeah. They actually looked like boulders. Yeah. I, I, like, I might I, pull them off now and then just pull them out and go, <laughs> ah, blood everywhere. Get a fake pair. So what is wrong with you? Get a fake nutsack. Yeah. And just rip, pretend to rip it off. Rip it off and go, you did this! <laughs> you did this! Ah! It's crying. Um, and just keep calling the other person doctor. <laughs> doctor! Doctor! <laughs> doctor! Doctor! <laughs> um, I can imagine if you were working uh, on the James Webb Space Telescope, you could... Put, Where's James Webb in all this? Why you, can't he be p- p- rushed out? I don't know who I, he is, I imagine, I imagine he's up. like a, a man who owned a telescope in the 1800s or something, but like, or, or was a, uh, a celebrated physicist it's, from oh, the 20s. It's named, after the, it's named after the NASA's second administrator from 1961 to 1968, James E. Webb, who Get led the during the Apollo program. Still alive? No, he's dead. No. Oh. Died in 1992. Shame. Um, would, you, would you be interested in training the telescope onto your nuts? <laughs> To two wee aster wee low hanging asteroids. <laughs> land a little in, in, land yeah. a little probe on them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was amazing, wasn't it? That's another great example of how science doesn't get the credit. Landing a craft on a moving comet. Yeah. It's fucking mad. But surely you get pulled in to the the the, 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 the whole gravity of the comet, no? That's easy then. Easy. Yeah. Well, if, if you've got that far, surely. There's a list of things. Smash into it. There's a list of things that happen in society right. that normal people go, okay. How would you even start doing that? Yeah, like with a build, making a building, right? Building right. a building. Right. Presumably, you start with the foundation. So you dig the foundations. You do. I mean, you could get there. I'm not yeah. saying you'd be good at it, yeah, but yeah, you yeah. can get there. Combustion engines, completely. No chance. Yeah, no, absolute magic. Sat anything anything in the space. Yeah, impossible. Yeah. I, I just think that if I was in charge of cavemen, we wouldn't have got anywhere. Like we just, it, we would have just, we'd have, we'd have some nice. Little huts, I reckon. We talked about this years Eventually. ago, didn't we? Like, yeah. you, if you went back to medieval times, you'd be a genius. But on one level, you wouldn't because you don't know anything. No, else. you take it all no. for granted. Yeah, some you of the stuff you forget the, the building blocks. You're talking about the 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 building blocks are already there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. someone's already done all this stuff. The only thing I'd be able to do is just that. <laughs> the thumb, the little thumb, the removal thumb separation thing. thing. Like yeah, yeah. I'd probably, like yeah. probably get burnt. For well, that. you you blocked my vision with your microphone, but so you, you fucked that, that up as well. You know the trick, though. Right? I do know that trick. Yeah. Why don't you do that to people rather than talk about your nuts? And I go. I, it, I think being a genius in medieval times. Don't eat that. Don't drink that. Yeah. What are you doing? So you would. It's know, what you're doing, man. So you'd know you'd about. Just be an, you'd be a, 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 a. You'd basically be a glorified uh, health and safety officer, wouldn't you? You would. Don't eat that. Buy that. People would be impressed to know that you knew that you have to boil water, though. Yeah. Or that there's, right. there's things such as microbiology and stuff. Yeah. You could you could kind of get across some pretty basic ideas. Yeah. You could probably maybe even build a bike. But it would you would have to instruct a blacksmith to do the things that needed to be done. A blacksmith. 
Well, yeah, who else would make, would forge you some, some metal and stuff you, to make the cogs the and the Shimano gears and the, you know, the, the, the little tassels on, little tassels on the, they didn't have metal then, what? What, what, what era are we talking about? I thought we were talking about medieval times. Oh, did I say medieval? Yeah. I thought we were talking about cavemen. Oh, right. Well, it would have had metal, wouldn't they? No, or, because you've got, you've got to mine it, haven't you? It's not that deep, is it? <laughs> Again, so what, have I, we, what have we learned all, today? All my, all my, all my knowledge about that is Minecraft. Yeah. You just dig down a few blocks, and you've got yourself. Would you take your PlayStation with you? <laughs> no, no electricity. No, They'd be like, "What is this smooth plastic?" Well, it wouldn't know what plastic is. No, but yeah. anything. You wouldn't better. You wouldn't better communicate with them, would you? Yeah. On that, on that level, have you seen um, a program on Channel Four called Alone? No. So, so weirdly enough, about fifteen years ago, it was like was, a desert island thing. Well, about 15 years ago, there was a program called Alone where a wildlife cameraman went into the Canadian wilderness with just a satellite telephone GPS thing for emergencies yeah. and nothing else. They said, oh, I'm a satellite, I can survive. And it's an interesting show. You can watch it. I won't spoil it for people. But they've re-upped it with people who, members of the public who think they can do it. And they get, I think, 10 survival items. So they've chosen things like axes and a bow and arrow, yeah. um, a tarpaulin, Whatever, right? But they're in the middle of the Canadian rainforest—not um, rainforest, whatever it be, just a forest, I guess. And um, and they and I've only watched the first episode. But um, what's actually quite fun, quite funny is obviously there's bears and wolves and everything, and they've all had encounters with bears already, right? Which is kind of frightening. And um, I guess they've given them some kind of basic training about how to fight off a bear or chase it off or yeah. scare it, which is obviously understandable. This one guy, obviously, for all the contestants, they do an intro about them. This one guy is a carpenter, right? And the idea is there's 15 people of different backgrounds. This guy's a carpenter. The one who lasts the longest wins, mm. right? They don't, know, they, they, they don't know about each other, what they're doing. They don't meet up. They don't know anything. They just got to stay as long as they can. The carpenter, I think within three hours, um, cut himself so badly with his axe <laughs> that he had to be airlifted out. <laughs> Three hours. Three hours. And he, he was, chopped he, himself. He had a mini axe. He was trying to chop some wood for right. fire. Cut his leg so badly he needed a lot of stitches. Oh. He had to fucking pull, call the, call the medivac. you right. He was in the, he's in the helicopter going, I'm gutted. I've worked with tools all my life. <laughs> so, <laughs> Not that one. So bad. How did he manage to do that then? I think he was doing this one where you're like, it's between your legs. Right. he just lost it. Good God. Well, I don't think even I would do that. No, I don't think I would do Chiefly that. Chiefly because I'd be crying, so I wouldn't really use it. <laughs> just please someone else. What do would this. you do? So, so what they did, what what they did quite well in the sort of chores roles for right. They're all on their own. They're not as a team. Oh no, they're on their own, yourself. completely separate. Right, okay. And 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 um, a lot of them. So what they did is they 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 kind of profiled which ones because they were saying like fire, water, yeah. shelter, yeah, food. Yeah, like they're the four things you yeah, basically yeah, need. Yeah. And what people did first, and. I think the people who did the best so far did the fire first. Okay. Right. They're like, right, I need to stay warm. Yeah. They're all by the side of a river anyway. So they're like, I need to boil that water. So to do that, I need a fire. Yeah. And I've got to do that before it gets dark. Can you not just drink running water? There, I'm dead. I've it, already made a bad decision. I think... I think it's in not that, ideal. I think because in that part of the world, you've got maybe dead animals in it. It could, it could be bacteria in it. You need to boil it, basically. Right. It's okay. not It's not like a pristine picture postcard stream. <laughs> and you're not an Enid Blyton book. Right. You have to boil it. So you right. need fire. So the ones who did the best so far did fire first. Then they did the water, got themselves hydrated. Then they did their shelter before it got dark. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Is that what you would do? No, I'd, I'd just eat the first mushroom and just see where it took See me. what happens. See what happens. So either beautifully nutritious, yeah, amazingly psychedelic, exactly. or, or death. Or death, yeah. So Either way, the... I'm having a nice time. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you you think I'm getting water? I'm getting food and sustenance. Uh, and and as you're you, providing food uh, for other people by being dead, as you start to trip, um, you will warm up. I yeah. imagine. Yeah. yeah. But the bears, the bears have come pretty quick. The bears. So, so one guy did this thing where he starts to build this shelter, mm. and he spends a lot of time finding an area. So I think I'm right in saying that animals have walkthroughs, right? Patterns of behaviour. Yeah. And the way that you see those is you can probably see evidence that a bear's been rubbing itself up against a tree, right? Yes, yeah. So that's a bear's kind of thoroughfare. Yeah. You don't want to go near there. No. So this guy kind of knew that. It was, he, was, he was talking about, he was only 19, this guy, and he was talking about how much he's interested in bushcraft and stuff, and now he wants to do this because he's always been interested in it. So he knew all that stuff. And then he, so he, he, he takes the time to go to a different place, and he starts knocking some trees down to make his shelter. And as he starts hacking them down, they obviously collapse. He starts chopping them up to try and build his shelter. He just turns one of the trunks over and it's got a load of bear claws in it. Oh. And he's like, oh, fuck. But it's like getting dark now. And so I can't really change. So I'm going to have to just get on with it. And then the next clip is just like two eyes in the dark. And he's no. like, fucking hell. Yeah. And it cuts to the next episode. What? Is this an IRL real life? Yeah. What? Serious, what, baby. They're all bears? filming themselves as well. So they're not even... Good God. Is this like new? It's on Channel 4. It came out... Um, Maybe a week or so ago. That looks really interesting, but also I'm never going to watch it. Yeah, you, you never What's watch a program now? I recommend. What's wrong with you? Because I've got because uh, I've got to wait until I'm at a loose end and I fall into it uh, naturally. And you never watch the things that I watch. It, it's just, that's just the way people are. What's isn't the it? most recent thing you've watched on telly? What's that? Um, uh, what's that documentary about? Um, it's not called Medicine. It's about um, uh, the issues with drugs in America. The um, it's. Um, Oh, um, Doogie Howser, what's his name? Doogie Howser? <laughs> he was a doctor. You mean the thing that's based on that Patrick Redding Keith book, Empire of Pain, about the yes. Oxycontin crisis? Yes, Oxycontin. Yeah. I don't know and cool. my takeaway from that is, I want to try Oxycontin. <laughs> yeah, I thought it might be. Yeah. <laughs> that's a really it's sad good. situation in the US. Though. It is, yeah, of course it is. Because people can't afford proper health care. Horrific. So they're basically so just, self-medicating. Yeah, pain pill in it. And then yeah. get addicted. Can you still get Oxycontin though? In the US, yeah, 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 right. You can't. I don't think you it just can, sounds like yeah. it just sounds like if they're making films like that, like it just sounds like how is that still allowed? But don't, but don't they all start off on prescription and then they end up, just, yeah, then they end up just turning off, yeah. It's either a doctor cr- who yeah. doesn't give a shit who just prescribes it mm. on their plan, or mm. they end up buying it from people who have been prescribed on their plan, yeah, or just get money off the black market or whatever. Yeah, yeah it's kind of a wild because the regulation of drugs in this country is much stri- stricter, yeah. Like you can, there's a lot of stuff you, you gotta go on the dark web, buy it from Pakistan. Is that what you do? That's what, that's what I have done in the past to buy uh, Valium for sleepies in going to um, Japan. Is Valium legal in this country? It's legal. It's prescribed. You can't, I can't uh, buy it. And you can just go and get a prescription from the doctor? You could, yeah. You but they, they wouldn't give you much because it's quite, I think it's quite, um, you can slide into just using it quite a lot. And for the record, Pete is not recommending this. No, I'm not. He's absolutely not. not recommending not. it. Um, let's um, take a quick break, Peter, while you can get um, get a hit. Yeah, get a ba- and, uh, bag, then, bag one out. And then when we come back, we'll do a couple of yep. uh, emails, shall we, to finish off. All right, then. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
It's the Luke and Pete show. Uh, I am Pete Donaldson, and uh, you know we're doing what we're doing. Yeah. We're doing it. I'm Pete Donaldson. It sounds like the start of a confession. I'm Pete Donaldson, and, you know, and I bought some Valium back in the day on the dark web. It's not on the dark web; it's just on the normal web. You it's said all, dark it's all web. Gray, it's all grey fucking shit. Anyway, what does that mean? I don't. It's not like no one's gone to prison for it. But you started off by saying it's on the dark web. It, well, it's You're trying to sound gr- cool. I was trying to sound cool. Yeah. I'm so sorry. That's all right. Don't no, worry. That's all right. Um, right. Mark's been in touch by emailing hello at lukeandpeteshow.com and he says, Kiora from Wellington, New Zealand. Yes. Kiora is the uh, Maori word for hello, I think. Um, hello. Which is where the old uh, cordial drink comes from. Kiora. It is. Do you remember that? I remember. It had a racist uh, advert. It did have a racist advert. Yeah. Yeah, it did. I'm trying, I'm thinking about it, and I literally can't say half of the stuff in the advert. And, um, you know what? I mean, we'll get to Mark's email, but this has just reminded me. Um, mm. There was a load of comics that I liked reading as a kid. Yeah. And obviously I'm a dad now, and I, when my son's a bit older, I'd like him to enjoy those comics as mm. well. And so um, the one thing I loved more than anything else was Calvin and Hobbes. Did you like Calvin and Hobbes? Uh, big um, Tiger? Yeah. It's like a, a, big ca- tiger a guy's a imaginary friend who's a good stuffed tiger. Yes, okay. It's amazing. It's much bigger and better than just the general story about a kid it's like it's mm. one of those things that speaks to the wider human condition it's brilliant Bill Watson's a really interesting guy he's never mm. agreed to any merch being made he's never cool. agreed to any IP being converted he retired it when he was ready in like 1995 and he was done very much not the Dilbert no, um, no, 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 end no, no. of life yeah, definitely not I love Dilbert back in the day can't ha 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 I imagine that's exactly what it's like working in corporate America ha 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 yeah yes yeah, ITR really ha 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 very very funny oh he's a dick so anyway Calvin and Hobbes is very um, safe fertile yeah. ground for um, your son to read okay. a comic stream nice. I, bought, I, I thought you know what when I was a kid I used to wait until Christmas every year to get a compendium or a, mm-hmm. what's it called an annual Bean, Beano Wisdom Chips um yeah, all that kind of stuff. And, and I was a Cavern Hops guy. But you can buy a kind of celebratory leather-bound hardback uh, collection yes. of all of um, the Cavern and Hobbs comic strips ever done. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to push the boat out. I'm going to get that for him. And nice. I think when he comes of age, you'll love that. So Guaranteed bought... guarantee he won't like it. I ever read it. That's, that's always the way, though. That's coming back to me. And I'll reread <laughs> all of them again. I'll read all of them again. It's a win-win for me. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to force it on him because, of course, he will reject that. Mm. And I thought, oh, do you know what else I liked when I was a kid? Mm. Um, Asterix Lead toys no, Asterix <laughs> Right yeah And Tintin Yes okay ask me Tintin can, less so ask me, ask me if he can read Tintin now uh, Oh probably not No he definitely cannot The one where he goes to the moon No the one where Is that Tintin, one alright The one where Tintin goes to the you know, Belgium occupied Congo yeah. No he cannot <laughs> No he cannot read that <laughs> So that's a no Oh my god We're, yeah. not, doing, we're not doing that one yeah. We'll stick with Coward and the Hobbs for now yeah. Asterix I haven't really investigated No I think you're alright Any kind of problematic It's against the Gauls or something isn't it it's, yeah. against, it's against some very lost civilizations. Yeah. Where uh, presumably the racism's okay. I don't know. <laughs> if you're if a parent out there and you're listening to this and you're thinking about, wouldn't it be great for your child to revisit all those Tintins? Yeah. yeah but it isn't. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. One of, one of my favorite cartoons was um, uh, Boy with a Magic Transistor Radio, Danny's Tranny. Was it? Back in uh, I think I'm, the Dandy, I think I'm it was. I'm thinking of Jamie and the Magic Torch. Yeah. That's different. Do you remember Jamie and the Magic Torch? Uh, he'd shine it and he could yes, jump into the yeah, world yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, just, I just started thinking with, with that like they can't rebrand him so what do they do like they can't rebrand him because that's admitting because it's not actually about it's the thing it's short for that, Transistor Radio right exactly people would say that yeah so it's so it's uh, yeah so it's difficult 
Yeah. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? I'm going to I'm going to sit on my keister and do fuck all, Luke. Keister. Good to hear it. Keister. The only time you ever hear the word keister these days is in that bit in Home Alone. Get your ugly, <laughs> yellow, no good keister off my property before <laughs> I pump your guts full of lead. Anyway, back to Mark. Pump your uh, guts. Mark, yeah. I know. Tommy going, isn't it? <laughs> Mark um, says, your recent chat about the fella escaping from prison and how it's kind of the prison's responsibility <laughs> to keep you locked up reminded me of something I read a while ago. It's worth pointing out, by the way, that that guy's just pleaded not guilty to that, <laughs> which is an incredible <laughs> flex by him. Um, anyway, Mark says, it turns out there are several <laughs> countries where it's actually legal to try and escape from prison. According to Wikipedia, in Belgium, Germany, the Netherlands, Sweden, Austria, and several other countries, the philosophy of the law holds that it is human nature to want to escape. In those countries, escapees who do not break any other laws are not charged and no extra time is added to their sentence. That's quite interesting philosophy, yeah. isn't it? So basically what they're saying is, this is a punishment. Yeah. We know it's your human nature to want to escape from this punishment, so it's our responsibility to keep, to keep you, you in there. Yeah. If you get out, good on you. But does that not encourage prisons to be more and more restrictive when they I don't guess. need to be and you know it just makes it hard because it's probably presumably cheaper to keep a prisoner in a box than uh, keep him in a prison well it's famously isn't it here more expensive to keep a prisoner in prison for a year than it is to send a kid to Eton nice I like that so the nice prison service in this country is in a right old state for millions of different reasons was it, wasn't there one that what was that is it Foucault came up with that special prison was it the Panopticon right. where like you could see the prisoners, but the prisoners couldn't see you from this special vantage point. Right. And sounds, I think about, it sounds quite dystopian. Yeah. I, I think it wasn't, I don't think it was ever built. Uh, oh, maybe it was built um, a few times. But um, yeah, an interesting little, maybe, maybe just an, uh, maybe we should just put prisons in stuff we're not using now. Like yeah. shopping centres. Nobody uses shopping centres anymore. Yeah. Put the prisoners in there. You can be in Fine Fair. You can be in Rumbelows. Would the people start to work there? You are? Would the people no, 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 no. You can be in the Sue Rider. You can be in the Cash Converters. Yeah, you've updated um, that. Which is Rumbelows haven't been around for ages, has it? <laughs> Fine Fair hasn't either. I've never, I've never been in the Cash Converters. What? Never. You never want to buy some hooky dims? Hooky I'll ram? I'll never buy anything. Hooky hard drives? I've never been in there. I've never been in the Greggs either. Do you not want to pick up the best of Rowdy Roddy paper on, on DVD? I do, but I just buy off the internet. Care packs. Do you want to buy a copy of Care packs? <laughs> yeah, Mark, anyway, Mark finishes his email by saying, it's surprising more people don't try it. It Eat sounds back. quite fun. Doesn't appear to have any downsides and prison is probably quite boring. Maybe mm. prisons really are like holiday camps as the, as the Daily Mail claims and the prisoners are already having a lovely time in there. Anyway, love the show. Keep up the good work, Mark. Um, I think sometimes uh, it, on dark days, um, people people can sort of look at um, a prisoner's life and sort of go, when they've got lots of responsibilities and people they could let down at any moment, like they probably would quite like the clean slate and the quiet and the peace and of, of, you know, and if the only thing you've got to worry about is a man throwing hot sugar from a kettle in your your mouth, what else? That's quite a big worry though, isn't it? That is a big worry. It's a spectacular worry, but you know. I just think the thing about prisons is that, Everyone over a certain age, and it's mostly men over 50. That's probably what you're drinking your tea anyway. Yeah, that is true. No, I don't have sugar in my tea. Actually. No, you don't have sugar. Um, but is that people who've, let's just say men over 50, right? They've all got an opinion on prisons. But, yes. but, the, but the, 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 they're, they're so the not likely to no- be in there. Yeah, the level you know of I mean? knowledge of a prison is so low. <laughs> but it's hard to think of another subject where people have got such low knowledge yeah. but such strong opinions. Yeah. Like, you, you, know, you know, like, so. One of the things is the big com- the big um, battle between punishment and rehabilitation, right? Mm. When you sit down with anyone, even not the most right-wing person, and say, 
what do you want prison to do? Mm. When you actually talk about it, they kind of don't want the prisoner to reoffend. Mm. So they do, in which case, then they, they want rehabilitation. Yeah. But if you give a prisoner rehabilitation, i.e., if you learn this, or if you learn that skill, or if you earn this reward, it makes society work for you better. They go, well, you don't want that. They've got yeah. TV. Yeah. What do you actually want from them? Would you, do you mm. want them to, do you want, it's a genuine question. Do you want them to sit in like a concrete room with a hole in the ground? And not learn anything. Yeah. yeah. Or, mm. Because I, I do think, obviously, for serious crimes, there is a punishment aspect. Yeah. You need to, people need to understand that like, if they do something fucking horrific, there's a punishment. But if there's an ability to rehabilitate them, they should take that, take what, that opportunity. What I, what I like about it is that there couldn't have been a better time for me to voice uh, a voiceover for the Luke and Pete show uh, because I believe either this week or next week the show is sponsored by His Majesty's Prison and Probation Service. Is it really? It is, yeah. is it really? It is, yeah. Well, they're trying just, to they're trying to advertise for people to work there. Aren't they? I think they've got I think they've got they've they've got jobs available. And I think and we do. This sounds like a sponsored segment. It's completely Luke didn't know that I did I a voiceover did. for no, the prison no prison probation service. It, it may have already gone. I don't know, but because I don't know how they're really scheduled. But um, it just really made me laugh that we're talking about prisons. And rehabilitation, yeah, that's a really and, weird and we happen to be sponsored by, uh, by, but yeah, um, I think they're sort of trying to get across that. I think we have, we do, again, we don't know so much about prisons as as people no. on the outside, and so we, uh, so we imagine like certain things, and we think that the sort of people who work inside the prison are, um, are you know these superheroes, or you know you have to be physically, you know, imposing. You have to be this, you have to be that. Um, but it's not actually the case. Like people, do you know anybody who works in the works in the in the I, inside of prison? One of our former colleagues who I gave a reference to mm. um, now called this place a prison. <laughs> <laughs> no, works for the Prison Radio Association. Yes, okay, yeah. So you yeah. get like um, part of vital, the, vital stuff. Part of teaching them skills and mm. um, and and kind of kind of tapping into people's interests. Mm. Is that um, they, it's like a radio show? There was actually a really well, really well done uh, podcast series in the US called Ear Hustle, mm. where a journalist, like an NPR type journalist, went into uh, it might have been San Quentin even, right, and um, did a series with a prisoner. And obviously, because it's America, and they selected the person carefully, yeah. but the most charismatic, entertaining <laughs> bloke, um, and they talked a bit about prison culture and what it means. But obviously, America's a bit of different kettle of fish, really. But I, I just think that you know, yes, we have to understand that people should be punished for crimes. I think mm. that's fair. Um, but I think that, you know, the, the more you just focus on punishment and the less you focus on rehabilitation, you're just ensuring that people are going to go back to prison again. Mm. Like, what's the point? Yeah. And it costs everyone money. Yeah. It costs the, the taxpayer. The but they, that's that's not a headline though, is it? You know what I mean? That's not going to get you selling papers. That's not going to get the parties back in. Like, it's like, but it's like the, uh, but it's like the, the um, Rishi Sunak thing last week where he <clears throat> where he said we're not going to do this and we're, you know to hit our climate climate targets mm. uh, we're not going to do this we're not going to do that but then he sort of said you know we're not going to put a tax on eating meat and all this stuff and none of those things actually happened or were in the works for happening they've just invented a boogeyman and straw they've man, just yeah. straw man and argument and just and just kind of like knocked it down and so it's just like that that sells newspapers doesn't it but they're in damage control now aren't they yeah yeah, Massive I mean, they're swirling, yeah. yeah. It's like a death, death cycle. They're right? like, yeah, they, they, they don't know what they're doing. No. <laughs> it's crazy what, how far, look, I think it's crazy how far this country's fallen, but luckily it's people like you and me, Peter, yeah. to entertain the masses. Exactly. Um, we'd like to be entertaining more masses. Mm. But give, give, give the prisoners MP3 players. What would you give them? Uh, Zune. Creative Zen. Creative Zen. Remember the Creative Zen? I remember the Creative Zen, yeah. I remember. I used to have like a little uh, mini CD player that had um, like MP3s on it. So it was like a mini CD. So it held half. How did that work then? It held like a third of what a CD would hold. 
but and it would spin around and it but but the mp3 files were small because on a cd one song is like oh probably like 50 megabytes what do you get on the cd but you only get 76 on the cd don't you you get something like 700 megabytes. Oh, 760 you get, megabytes. So you yeah. get like 700, 800 megabytes. And so each song is like about 770 megabytes, I think. On an MP3, that's like three megabytes. So you could fit loads on a little mini CD. So they would play like... And also, you could load them in memory very quickly so you wouldn't have any skipping. It was perfect. It was a perfect solution to a really big problem. And, you know, fantastic. People who are younger listen to this have no idea what you're talking about. No, they don't even know what a CD is. Never mind a mini CD. So I've got about... I think nearly a thousand CDs in my attic. <laughs> right, yeah, good. But my, the Wi-Fi I have access to was like, well, they're going in the attic. If you're having all, well, your, that's fair. If you're it? having all your records out, you're not having all your CDs <laughs> out as well. There's no room. What have you got against the laser? They're going to get laser rot up there. Will they? The, the, a lot of the CDs are, are dying because of laser rot. What does that mean? The um, the uh, I think fungus grows in between the layers of the CD and they start to sort of blister and break. Oh, that's annoying. It's digital media, man. I never listen to them anyway. <laughs> but, I mean, it's good to have a little collection. But like, I guess like where, um, but records are way more flimsy and yeah. But my records are them. stacked properly in living rooms, so right. they're not going to get damp or anything like that. Yeah, so it's fine. Anyway, look, let's get out of here, Peter. What do you take? Here. What do you take us yeah. home? Uh, did we do? Did we do an ad break? I can't remember. I can't remember. Can remember. Doesn't matter. Look, at Rory some point, in. at some point, there'll be an advert for the uh, for the probation service. <laughs> Such a weird, Such coincidence, a weird right? coincidence. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll be back. If you want to get to the show, hello at lookingpitchshow.com. You can get us on uh, TikTok. You can get us on YouTube. You can get us on Twitter and also Instagram. All of the major food groups there. Luke's yawning. Let's get out of here. I'm tired now. You're a new dad. A lot of content. I'm surprised you're able to perform at this level, quite frankly. Some people will say I can't. <laughs> Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.